This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hello, everyone. I'm Anthony Kastrovitz. I'm joined by Jordan Bastian. We are talking tribe. JB is live from Goodyear, Arizona. That happens to be where the Cleveland Indians train for the 2016 season. Uh, buddy, what are you doing down there? What you're, you're a little early. Yeah, I always get down here a couple days before report date, you know, so I can kind of get the lay of the land, figure out where the hotel is, determine my commute, get to the grocery store, all that good stuff, get in here a couple days ahead, see what players have reported early. I was walking around the the fields today, kind of seeing which pitchers were already here, which position players were already here, already ran into Michael Brantley in the hallways. He's out here trying to get a head start, you know, on his comeback and all all that good stuff. So, yeah, it's uh, sunny, and there's lots of players here, and it's already a a hive of activity here in Goodyear. Yeah, it's truer every year. The pitchers and catchers and reporters' report date is very arbitrary, Um, and that's kind of – We've seen that since the Indians moved to Arizona, especially where uh, guys are, are there, in some cases, all winter. Uh, you didn't have – what I'm saying was there wasn't quite that, as much of a rush to get to Winter Haven back in the right. day, as I recall. Uh, but uh, when you have a year-round facility like that, it certainly helps a lot. All right, so yeah. not a lot of uh, – uh, every, every spring nowadays in the big leagues, you know, teams show up pretty much – with a not a 100% idea of uh, what to expect for the opening day roster, but you know, a pretty good idea of, of how things, what the pecking order is, I guess, at each spot. But the Indians do have some legitimate intrigue, especially in the bullpen, I would say, just because uh, you look at this list of non-roster invitees, and there's some interesting names. You know, Ross Detweiler, Jabba Chamberlain, uh, Dan Otero, Tom Gorzolani. Um, of course, they just signed Tommy Hunter uh, recently here. Uh, we talked about the Craig Stammen deal last week, and they've just accrued a lot of bodies uh, for not many spots. It's going to lead to some interesting uh, positioning there. Yeah, and I think if you look at Terry Francona's history, you know a lot of these guys probably find it attractive to sign with Cleveland as a non-roster invitee, strictly because of how many of these NRI guys have made the opening day roster under Francona's watch here. So sometimes a lot of those are kind of handshake agreements like, hey, we don't want to you know, vacate a spot on our 40-man roster right now, but if you come into camp and you pitch well, there's a good shot you're going to be on the team. Now, what's interesting this spring is they have a handful of guys who you could say could fit into that type of category. Um, I think one of the biggest uh, things facing the bullpen was the left-handed relief situation. You know, Kyle Crockett kind of hit his first snag as a professional last year. Um, Soto pitched up with the big league team for a little while, but that was his only taste of the big league for a team that's trying to contend. You know, they want to have maybe a little more reliability um, in terms of what they can project. I think that's where you bring in guys like Thatcher 
Gorzolani, Detweiler, you know, guys that are a little more seasoned and maybe you kind of know what you got and you can also maintain that depth. You know, you're not exposed if Soto or Crockett, two young pitchers, run into issues. You can kind of lean on some of those veteran guys at the beginning of the season. Absolutely. And, and this is not uh, from the left-hand side, but Sean Armstrong is, is a name uh, that's interesting as well because he came up uh, – uh, pitched a handful of innings at the end of last season. I, I know he struck out, I think, 11 guys in eight innings. Um, but that's a guy who kind of gets overlooked a little bit in his bullpen composition as well. Yeah, I mean, he's a guy that throws hard, and you look at his minor league numbers last year, and he was just blowing hitters away. So, yeah. you know, he's one of those pitchers where you could say, you know, there's not really a lot left to prove in the minor leagues. You know, so we'll see how he does here in camp. But it's a definitely an intriguing, powerful arm, and, yeah, in that short sample size up in the big leagues, he kind of carried over exactly what he was doing at AAA. So I would say he's got a, a good shot at fighting for a job. And, you know, if not, you know, if he doesn't make that opening day roster, it's nice to know that that type of arm is available as potentially one of the first guys called up. You said you ran into Michael Brantley down there. I don't imagine he had a bat in his hands. Did he? No, he did not. And I, and I already got my first uh, – you know, no comment, not right now, I'll talk to you later. So the season's officially underway. Um, no, but he, he always says it with a smile on his face, and he always makes time for you. But he uh, was clearly heading off to the training room um, to get some work in. I, I talked to his hitting coach, Ty Van Berkeley, a little bit today, and he even said, you know, he was really surprised at how much activity Brantley's been doing and, you know, how eager he is to get that bat in his hand. And sounds like that step could be coming you know, sooner rather than later, and maybe earlier than some of us anticipated. But as we mentioned before, when we saw him around TribeFest at that mini camp, you know, his activity level um, at this point was a lot higher than I think we expected it to be. Um, and just knowing him and his personality, he's going to try and get back as quickly as he can. Well, his situation obviously uh, uh, impacts the outfield in general. And, you know, nobody's counting on Michael Brantley to be in the opening day lineup. It's just a matter of how long he is actually out. But uh, how are things shaping up for that outfield? And in particular, Tyler Naquin, uh, what are the chances of him cracking this roster? Uh, 33 extra base hits in 84 games, but he, he battled injuries himself last year at Akron and at Columbus. But uh, just give me the overall outfield look outlook in your eyes here. Yeah, well, just one last thing on Bradley. I was talking, when I was talking to Van Berkeley, he said, you know, he's monitored him in some of these strength test exercises. You know, yeah. and you know some some of the things that Brantley's already sort of passing. Van Berkeley is quick to be like, "Well, man, if you can do that, you could pick up a bat." But you know, <laughs> as we as we talked about right now, it's it's not about the ability to pick up a bat right now, which I'm sure he could do and go in that cage. It's if he were to do that right now, what's he going to feel like in July? You know, right. or in August? You know, I think that's what they need to guard against. Um, as far as Naquin goes, I mean, I, I would be very surprised if he makes the opening day roster. I think he'll get a good long look. But I think just based on the the small amount of sample size last year in AAA, you know, partially due to the injuries, um, he had the concussion late in the year. You know, I, I would imagine they'd want to get him some regular playing time down there to start off. Uh, but he's another interesting guy, especially that he's one of the prospects that's a, a couple rungs ahead of um, guys like Zimmer and Frazier who are coming fast as well. But I think what you're going to see earlier in the season is maybe – you know, as we've noted before, too, just some of this mixing and matching to maximize the platoon advantage, you know, whether mm -hmm. that's, you know, making sure Rajay Davis is in there against um, lefties, 
Chisholm Hall, you know, really against righties. Cowgill, you know, can make the team and, and really help out um, against right-handed, uh, against left-handed pitching. Um, and El Monte is a guy that they really like better from the left side, so you can mix and match that way too. So there, there's a lot of mixing and matching that will go on uh, in that outfield uh, to try and, you know, again, maximize the, the offensive production, you know, until you can get a guy like Brantley back who plays every day. Yeah, I, I view the Indians as weirdly flexible in that regard. You're right, there, there will be a lot of platooning and a lot of mixing and matching the whole time as well, especially early on as they try to find the right formula. And it just strikes me as a team that if it can just be, you know, relevant around Memorial Day, <laughs> yeah. I think it could be a much different team in the second half than the first. And, and Naquin's part of my rationale there. Uh, Zimmer and, and, and Frazier as, you know, they, they have depth in, in two areas. They got depth in arms and they got depth in outfield bats down in their system. And what they can do with that, I mean, Naquin might be a guy who impacts them on the big league roster this year, maybe even Zimmer. And then, or those guys could be trade chips, let's face it. So I, I just see it as an opportunity here if they can just survive the time uh, without a healthy and, and effective Michael Brantley. Um, you know, they, they could be uh, one of those teams that's better positioned for the second half than most. Yeah, and I think in a vacuum, all these projection systems seem to agree that you know, yeah. baseball protect prospectuses Dakota rankings just came out, and they have the Indians pegged um, to have the most wins in the American League based on the projections and allowing the, the fewest runs in the American League based on that pitching staff that we've talked so much about. And you know, so that kind of shows you what you know evaluators think of this team as it's currently constituted. You know, the offensive issues are, are what they have to overcome, especially with Brantley out early. And I think a lot of Indians fans who are very fatalistic, who uh, were very surprised that, you know, anyone thinks the Indians could be a 92-win team right now. Uh, my Twitter mentions were kind of funny in that regard, like, you know, is this the same team that they're looking at? But, uh, again, this pitching staff is really, really strong, and I think what a lot, what the average fan might not realize is how dramatically improved that defense got the second half. And if right. the Royals have taught us anything over the last couple of years, if you can have a, a really, really good defense, you know, and a solid pitching staff and a solid offense, you know, you can run through the playoffs and, and potentially do the World Series. Uh, anybody we haven't mentioned that you're particularly fascinated by as camp opens, a guy who, who maybe has a lot on the line, maybe not just in terms of, you know, winning a job or, or keeping a job, but just uh, has some strides to make here this spring. So I think the guy, and this kind of will carry over beyond spring training, but Jan Gomes, he's so important. Yeah. Not only that pitching staff, um, but to that offense as that right—he's a right-handed bat who had power. You know, dare I use the term hashtag right-handed power bat? Uh, but a couple of years ago, he won a Silver Slugger for for his work as an offensive player, and, and we know what he can bring behind the plate defensively. I think he's going to be so critical to this team, um, you know, this season. And he's a guy that really jumps out. The other one is uh, Cody Allen, just because he told me he honeymooned in New Zealand this winter and went on a horseback tour of Lord of the Rings stops. So I got to make sure I uh, follow up on that and maybe see some photos from this trip uh, over this, this winter to New Zealand. It's quite a unique spot to go for a honeymoon. You know, I'm sure we'll find some other unique stories this spring of what guys were doing over the winter. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of just the uh, roster impact, Jan Gomes is probably the most intriguing guy to me right now. 
I'm sure that won't be a nerdy conversation at all. You and uh, Cody <laughs> Allen talking about Lord of the Rings. Yeah, no, not um, at all. Well, you're right about Gomes. I mean, as much as the Indians are getting crushed by their their fan base, and understandably so, people want to see uh, you know dramatic moves in the off season. That's just the the nature of the beast. But um, really, so much their offense is, is still going to revolve around what they get out of uh, a healthy Gomes and uh, does does Carlos Santana make strides? You know, things of that nature, and of course. Michael Brantley, who we will, I'm sure, talk about uh, quite a bit this spring as we uh, continue to monitor his progress. And uh, Jordan Bastian will be on the scene there in Goodyear throughout the length of camp. So be sure to check out his work on Indians.com. Until then, thanks for tuning in. This has been MLB.com Extras, Cleveland Indians edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.